Hey, good morning and welcome to the bridge. It is Thanksgiving week, so we want to say thank you to God as we give in praise and worship. Come on, let's sing it out.
we know that you are here right now. Whatever season that we're in, God, we want to bless your name. We want to give you praise. Come on, we sing. Blessed are those who run to you, who place their hope and confidence in Jesus. He won't forsake them. And blessed are those who seek his face, who bend their knee and fix their gaze on Jesus. They won't be shaken. Who come on and praise the this morning that he is worthy of all of our praise and blessed are those who walk with him whose hearts are set on pilgrimage with Jesus they'll see his glory and blessed are those who die to live whose joy it is to give it all for Jesus and for
Hey, how many of you really believe that this morning, that our God is worthy of all of our praise? You know, as we were singing those words this morning, we were talking about blessing the Lord in every single season of our life. And sometimes when we say that, we're admitting that there are some tough seasons. Not every season is always easy, right? But how many know that no matter how we feel, no matter what's going on around us, He's always worthy of our praise. Does anybody believe that this morning? And here's the thing, if God is worthy of all of my praise, even in my toughest season, that means that sometimes praise is a choice. Worship is a choice. You know, today we're going to be taking extra time to praise the Lord, to worship Him in song. We're going to get get, get into God's Word for a little bit as well. We're going to partake of communion today. But before we step into this Thanksgiving week, I think it's really important that we all right now make a choice to be thankful, to be grateful, and to thank God for His goodness in our lives. Can we do that in the house today? So let's start right here. Let's lift our hands all over this place today. Maybe you've never done that before. Let's just empty our hands, empty our hearts, whatever's going on in our life this morning, and let's come before the Lord and thank Him for who He is, all right? Father, we thank You that You are God. We thank you that you are good, and we thank you that you love us, that you are for us, and you are with us in every single season of our life. So no matter what this season might look like right now that we're in, whether it's great or whether it's difficult, we choose this day to praise you. We choose this day to thank you. We choose this day to worship you for who you are and in faith believing for all of the great things that you are going to do for us. Father, we take time this moment just to put you on the throne of our lives, the throne of your church. We ask that as we praise you and worship you, that you would come and inhabit our praise in your house this day. That is the promise of your word, that if we would, if we would praise you and make a great throne of praise and worship, that you will come and sit upon it. So this morning, we invite you. We invite you with praise. We invite you with worship. And we give you all of our thanks because you are worthy of it all in Jesus name if you agree can we say together amen come on let's give our God praise in the house one more time this morning awesome it is good to be in church with you we have a special day planned and we are thrilled that you are here today as we say all the time it would not be the same without you so thank you for being in the house this morning before you're seated turn around and say what's up to somebody meet a new friend if there's somebody near you that you do not know find out their name and tell them yours say hello to those around you this morning before you're seated in the house Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Uh, It's good to see you. Still got folks coming in, finding their seats. So glad you're here today. We don't want to welcome you to the Bridge Church this morning. And this is a day of Thanksgiving. We're going to have a lot of praise, a lot of worship today. Uh, We're really glad you're here. And if this is your first time here, we especially want to welcome you. 
And thank you for being with us. There are a lot of great churches in the valley. We're honored you would choose to be here today. If you have any questions, out that first set of doors to your right, there is an info center. They can answer any questions you might have. There's some really nice people there who'd just like to meet you one-on-one. Thank you for being with us today. You can also check out our website, thebridgechurch.tv. Also, we have an an app you can download on your electronic device. We want to get connected with you. We are so glad you're here today. Can we put our hands together and welcome our first-time guests, those who are joining us online for the first time. Awesome. Well, hey, here at The Bridge, we love the holidays, and we love being able to come alongside people and be a blessing during the holidays. So this holiday season, we have three holiday initiatives that have been and are continuing to happen here at the bridge that we can all be part of. So first of all, we had our holiday food drive over the last couple of weeks. So many of you brought groceries and we are distributing those Thanksgiving groceries today during or between our two services through our community care program. And I want to tell you, you guys came out in force with those groceries. We are able to provide groceries to 200 families for full Thanksgiving dinners. Thank you so much. You're amazing. And we so appreciate that. And then I know many of you have been part of the toy drive for Gifts of Joy. And it has been such an honor to be able to partner with Gifts of Joy this holiday season, providing gifts for children battling cancer right now. And so if you brought your gifts today, you can still drop those off at the table in the foyer. And if you weren't able to be part of the gift portion of that initiative, you can still be part by coming to the wrapping party on the 28th of November. It's a Tuesday evening. We'll be wrapping here at the church from 4 to 7. You can get all the info at the table out in the yeah, foyer. And that's, that's gift wrapping. It's not a wrapping party. <laughs> you know what Jesus said about wrap, you know. We, we're not into that. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> And then finally, we have one more holiday initiative, and that is our annual Adopt-A-Child program. And so if you or anyone you know is facing financial difficulty and unable to purchase Christmas gifts for their children this year, we want to help. We want to come alongside those parents. We don't want to see any children without gifts this Christmas. So on the first Sunday of December, out in the foyer, we'll have a table. You'll be able to adopt, not literally adopt, take them home, but sponsor gifts for children on that day. But leading up to that time, Today and next Sunday are our name submission days. So if that's you and you just need some help this holiday season, we want to help. And if you know someone, you can pass the word on to them. And so we have set up a table out in our south hallway, out this side exit of the auditorium. Put it in the hallway there just to give a little extra privacy. And after service, you can stop by the table there and sign up and they'll give you all the information you need. And uh, we would just love to be able to come alongside you in this season. 
Yeah, and there's so much going on now that we're entering into the holiday season. We just want to say thank you so much for your faithfulness. You guys are so generous, and we appreciate it so very much. All of us just pitch in and do our part. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of ways you can give, and we always remind you each week. We, t- we just want to take a moment today on this Thanksgiving Sunday and say thank you for your faithfulness in giving. You guys, we are so thankful for you. You're so generous. And if you want to give a, an offering in person today or give your tithe in, in person, there are envelopes on the back of the chairs. There's a giving station on each side of the exit doors as you leave the auditorium. We just want to say thank you for your faithfulness in giving. Yes. And as we head into... The Christmas season, which is upon us, we want to tell you about a couple of exciting things happening here at the bridge. First of all, we are kicking off the Christmas season with a Christmas movie night on Friday, December 1st. It's going to be awesome. We did a movie night over the summer, and it was fantastic. And we just turned this whole auditorium into one big movie theater. And we've got free popcorn. It's a free event. And we are going to be watching the animated version of The Grinch. It's going to be a great family night. But, you know, one reason we do these movie nights is as a... Uh, opportunity for all of us to invite our friends, our neighbors, co-workers, people that might not step inside a church for any other reason, but they would come to a movie night. We want to encourage you to take this opportunity, invite those in your world and bring them out. We are going to have such a great time. And then on Sunday, December 24th, Christmas Eve falls on Sunday this year, so we are excited because we are doing four candlelight services. So our services that Sunday will be at 11, 1, 4, and 6. And so we've got these uh, promo cards for our Christmas Eve services printed up for you to take, not just as a reminder for you, but as an invitation to give to someone else. And you may have received those when you came in this morning. If not, you can pick some up at the Info Center. Take them with you. Invite some people. Christmas here at the bridge is going to be amazing, and we can't wait to share it with all of you. All right. Are you ready to dive into God's Word for a couple minutes? Open your Bibles, if you would, to the 100th Psalm. Psalm 100. Going to look at God's Word for just a few minutes this morning. This is a day of thanksgiving, and we're committing this service to giving thanksgiving to God. And uh, we've had a lot of announcements and business to take care of, but I want us to turn our focus back to God and His goodness. So Psalms 100, we're going to be reading in just a moment. Let me say one little thing before I open God's Word. It's good to have Joel and Amy Richards with us from Manchester, England. Joel's a youth pastor there, and he shared on Wednesday night, and I hear it was outstanding, and they had a great Wednesday night with our youth. So glad he's here. And we made a deal with him that if he would come and help Corey learn how to be a good youth pastor, we would teach him how to speak proper English. So we're working on him. Psalms 100. This is a day of thanksgiving, and... I want to look at Psalms 100. There's just five verses. We're going to walk through it real quickly. I'm not going to talk long. But in Psalms 100, we find two basic things. Number one, in, in this psalm, the psalmist tells us 
who God is to us. And then second of all, he tells us how we should respond to God. So look at Psalms 100. We'll have the verses on the screen as we go. Psalms 100 verse 1 says, Make a joyful shout to the Lord. Now I know, please, let me, let me say it real quickly. Make a joyful shout to the Lord. Some of us are very calm, very quiet. We don't make, like to make a lot of noise. But I'm going to tell you, in God's house, it's okay to make a joyful shout to the Lord. All right? It's just okay. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. And it literally means all the earth. So this includes everybody. Verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence or his face with singing. It's also okay to sing here and praise God. Verse 3. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Notice that word, thanksgiving. This is Thanksgiving week. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. And finally, verse 5, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Now, I mentioned in this psalm there are two things I want you to really particularly notice today. Number one, I want you to notice how the psalmist characterizes God. First thing he says is, God is good. Is there anybody in the house today can just raise your voice, nod your head, lift a hand and say, yeah, God has been good to me. Anybody in the house know a good God? It's his nature. God gets painted a lot of ways, but he is a good God. Then the psalmist goes on to say, he is our creator. He is the one who has made all of this family of God thing possible. We didn't do it ourselves. We've not blessed ourselves. We've not made our own way. It is God, our creator, who has made a way for us. Then he goes one step further and says, he is our shepherd. Did you know a shepherd watches closely over his sheep and makes sure they have everything that they need for health, for benefit, to have a good life, to produce what they need to produce? Did you know our God is a good shepherd? He watches over us. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what's going on in your life today. God knows all about it. He's a shepherd who knows, and if we'll trust him, he will provide based on what he sees our needs to be. So if he's our shepherd, that makes us his... Seven of you got that. If he's the shepherd, that makes us his sheep. So we need to be following the shepherd. The next thing it says... God's mercy is everlasting. It literally means the end of God's mercy is so far out, it's out of our ability to conceive it. It's eternal. His mercy is always going to be there. And the last thing we see in this psalm is his truth endures to all generations. To you, to your children, to your grandchildren, as long as there is time, God's goodness will be there. He's a faithful God. He's not going to change. He still upholds his promises. He will still be the God he says he is. He will still do what he says he will do. He is a faithful God. So I want to ask you today, on this Thanksgiving week, as it rolls around and we start into this week, 
Are you thankful for God's goodness today? I am so thankful. I am so thankful. But then the second part of this psalm talks about how we should be responding to God. One of the things I love at the Bridge Church is we have open worship. We encourage you to sing praises to God, shout praises to God, bow before Him and worship Him because we've come to praise and worship God. But notice what the psalm says. He says, make a joyful shout to the Lord, everybody. Now, I mentioned a few minutes ago, some of us are a little more reserved. Some of us already think it's too loud, and and that's okay. I'm not to that place yet, but I am slowly getting there. I am in midlife, so a few years from now, I'll start complaining about the sound too, all right? Here's the deal. When it says make a joyful shout, it literally means to split the ears. Wouldn't it be great if one Sunday morning we split God's ears with praise? We need to make a joyful shout to the Lord. Then he goes on to say, come before his presence with singing. It means triumphant singing, not, oh, I don't know where God is. I hope he shows up before it's too late. No, triumphant singing. We know he's a faithful God. He's not going to let us down. And it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Now, there's that word thanksgiving. You know what it really literally means? That word thanksgiving there means to lift your hands to the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. It's okay at the Bridge Church to lift your hands to the Lord and say, Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. It's okay in this house. And it literally means we extend our hands in worship and we become a choir of worshipers. Let me tell you something. The choir isn't just on the platform this morning. The choir's throughout the audience, and we need to be singing praise to God because He's good. Enter his courts with praise. It literally means singing a hymn, singing a song to the Lord. Then finally it says, bless his name. Bless his name means to kneel before him and worship him. You know, we don't ask you to get on your knees. You you can if you want. We don't ask you to do that. But at least we need to kneel in our hearts and worship God because of who he is and what he is today. Finally, the last thing is, as you read this psalm, it seems to be a lot more active than reflective. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to be just a little bit ornery because it is my godly nature. Uh, But here's the deal. Some of us say, oh, my, my worship's real reflective. Let me tell you something. Praise and worship in Scripture is never reflective. It's always active. It's some kind of active praise to God. So if it's new to you, at least get your hands there. At least get your voice up a little bit because God wants us to praise him. The rest of this service, we've set aside time to worship God and have communion together. So I'm going to ask you this morning, if you would, stand to your feet. As the worship team comes out, stand to your feet. Prepare your hearts. We're going to worship God this morning. We're going to give him real thanksgiving together. Let's pray. Father... We commit this time back to you for your purposes. We ask, Lord, as we honor you today, as we worship you today, that you would just inhabit our praise and be here in a big, big way because you're a great God, you're a good God, and you're worthy of all of our praise.
my Savior King. Your loving kindness has welcomed me. And though I'm unworthy of majesty, you wrap the lonely in royalty. And I lay my crown at your feet. You are holy.
stay in this atmosphere of worship and during this time we're going to continue our worship by partaking of communion together we have tables all throughout the auditorium this morning stations close to you where you can come whether you want to go by yourself or as a family to participate in this moment of communion together but we're going to do that over these next few moments we want to give you time to do that today you might be here this morning and you say zach i've never done that before maybe you might wonder how it is and why it is that we do that first of all here at the bridge, we have what we call open communion. That means you don't have to be a member or partner of this church to partake. But we do believe that this is a time for believers, those who have made a decision to follow Christ, that this is what this communion moment is for. So we're going to partake in just a few moments. You know, Scripture is so clear that on the night that Jesus was betrayed, it says that he took the bread and he took the cup. He broke the bread and he took the cup and he gave it to his disciples. He said, this bread is broken. It's my body broken for you. This cup is representative of my blood. It's blood that's shed for you. It's the blood of a new covenant. This week we're going to gather around tables, tables of thanksgiving. I know that for many of us when we gather around the thanksgiving table, we gather with family and sometimes it's wonderful, sometimes it's challenging. But it's a family table. And as I thought about that this morning, it occurs to me that this is also a family table. Because all of us have been welcomed into the family of God because of what Christ did for us. We don't get to choose the families that we're born into. But when Christ went to the cross and shed his blood for us, it was God choosing to call us into his family. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that God has called me into his family today. We don't want to get out of this atmosphere of worship, but I want to say to every single person in the house that it doesn't matter how broken your situation, how broken your family might be, our God is a perfect God who calls broken people into his family and puts them back together. And because of the shed blood of Christ, we are now in a new deal, a new covenant, a better family, a higher family, and that's the family of God. 
So this morning, as we partake of communion together, can I invite you with humble hearts, with gratitude, with thanksgiving in your heart, to come to the table of the Lord. It's a perfect table where imperfect people come and find their lives restored, find new life and life eternal because of Christ. So Father, we thank you this morning. It's with gratitude in our hearts that we continue this time of worship by coming to your table. God, thank you that you've prepared a seat for me at your table. Thank you that in spite of all of our imperfections, your perfect, spotless, sinless son took my punishment so I could know your new life. We honor you for that today. We worship you during this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you come to the table of the Lord this morning?
for a few moments this morning. Lord, we stand here just humbled by your incredible love for us. Jesus, the way you poured out your life for us, we stand humbled today. It's with gratitude and thankfulness in our hearts that we say thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus, for all that you've done for us. Thank you, Jesus. With heads bowed just for a moment, maybe you're here today and as we've been singing about Jesus, we've been talking about the love of God, the love of the Savior. Maybe you don't know the love of God personally in your own life. It's easy for us to collectively sing about the love of God, but if there's anybody here this morning that would say, Zach, I don't know the Lord. I don't know God. I, I can't say that I've ever received Christ, Jesus, into my life. 
we would not want this morning to go by without giving you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. Because the one thing you need to know is that 2,000 years ago, he said yes to you when he laid down his life on the cross. This is a room full of people today, my friend, that have made a decision to commit their lives to Christ, to surrender lordship of their own lives to Christ and humble recognition of all that he's done for us. You might say, Zach, what is it that Jesus has done for me? Scripture makes it so clear that because of our sin, because of our mistakes, because of our imperfection, we were separated from God. When God looked down at that separation, he did not want that separation to last, and he recognized that none of us could ever save ourselves. When we were so far from God that we could not save ourselves, God himself reached down in the middle of time and gave his one and only begotten son, the sinless, spotless lamb of God, Jesus Christ, the one who lived a sinless life, the one life that we could not live, who came to this earth, and even though he was sinless, found himself upon a cross, but happy to take our punishment and our sin upon his back so that we could be forgiven. The beauty of that picture is not just the fact that Jesus went to the cross and took our sin upon him, but after being there and died for three days later, God raised him from the dead, giving him new life, but giving us new life as well. Maybe you're here today and you say, Zach, there's a lot of difficulties going on in my life and it feels like my life is often surrounded by a whole lot of death. I want you to know this morning that death does not have the final answer over a believer's life. Because of what Jesus did for us, we have life today and life for all of eternity. All we have to do is say yes to what he has done for us. If that's you this morning, we just wanted to take this moment in service to pray with you. Not just pray for you, but pray with you. Because we want to invite you to come to Jesus this morning. If that's you again with heads bowed and eyes closed, I'm going to pray a prayer here in just a moment. There is no better day than today to step into a relationship with God by saying yes to Jesus. It's not about magic words. It's not even about my words. It's about the commitment that you make in your heart and confessing to God that you want to follow Jesus. So right now I'm going to pray and I want to invite you into this moment to pray along with me. Let's commit our lives to Christ today, whether that's for the first time. Maybe you need to recommit your life to Christ today and come back into a relationship with God. Jesus, we thank you that you went to the cross for us. It is my belief today that your death was full payment for my sin. I believe that you did not just die for me, but that three days later, God raised you from the dead, conquering death and hell and the grave so that I would not have to face it. Today, I receive new life in Christ and I come back into a relationship with Father God. Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. And thank you, God, for receiving me into your family. I choose to follow Jesus this day. I surrender lordship of my life to you. And I thank you for including me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, listen, we are thrilled. If that's you today, it doesn't matter how many of you there are, but if you made a decision to follow Christ today for the first time or you recommitted your life to him, we want to help you start your walk with God at the end of the service today. We're going to have prayer teams that will be right down here near the front of the platform. You can just walk up to one of our prayer teams. Let them know you made a decision to follow Jesus today. And we would love to put a gift in your hand. It's a little booklet called The Next Seven Days that will help you start your walk with God. If you need to go quick at the end of service, you can also stop by The Next Seven Days desk. It's right between 
the glass doors. You know what? Right here on Thanksgiving week, you might be here today and you say, Zach, I got needs in my life. That's why our prayer teams are here. Please come up and see one of our prayer teams. Let somebody agree with you in faith and stand in faith with you today for whatever it is that you might be facing. But listen, if you made a decision to follow Jesus, we want to welcome you into God's family. Can we just put our hands together and welcome people into the family of God today? All right, I got some good news for you this morning. We are way ahead of schedule, and we're going to continue to worship God for just a few more moments before we step into Thanksgiving week. Anybody think it's a good idea to keep worshiping the Lord today? Amen, amen, amen. Come on, let's continue our worship today. Oh, 
Hallelujah. You're so worthy. We hope that you guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving week. We love you and we'll see you next Sunday. God bless you.